Welcome to Saltivation. The Saltivation Show is a podcast series featuring the leading voices in salt, where we talk about the issues and strategies to help you make sense of state and local tax. Hi, everybody. It's Connie and Stacey from Saltivation. We're here today to talk to you about some transaction taxes that maybe taxpayers aren't always thinking about. We're going to start with business personal property tax. And Connie here has got a lot of experience, whether she likes it or not, (laughs) with business personal property tax. And we just kind of want to give some tips and tricks and some things for taxpayers to think about and remember um, when it comes to business personal property tax, because some of these things might not be top of mind. And so I guess, Connie, first and foremost, what is business personal property tax and what are some of the things that taxpayers should uh, think about um, with respect to reporting and things of that nature? Yeah, so business personal property tax is actually, um, most people are probably more familiar with real property tax or your property taxes on your homes. Uh, This is just another similar type of tax. It's basically a tax that's imposed on assets, business assets that are used by the business in various locations, uh, reportable to typically the county where the assets are being used. And so this covers things like your laptops, your printers, your desks, your furniture, any kind of furniture, any any kind of movable property that is not affixed to a surface and is not considered real property. So usually it's at like I said, at the county level. And so that's where the, wherever the property is located within the county is where you'd be reporting it. And then there's different assessment dates, right? Depending on the county. So I think a lot of times, I think generally it's January 1st. So where the property is located January 1st, but that's not always true, correct? Correct. I mean, it's just, it's a, I would say a state-by-state basis, but then you can drill down into the state, from the state into each of the counties to where those are located. Typically, it's January 1st. And then what about leased property? Leased property can count, right? Typically? It does. Actually, leased property is reportable by the owner of the property still. And sometimes it's reportable by also by the uh, lessee. And so that is also reportable to the county on where it's located on January 1st. And so if that leased property is moving around, um, you're going to kind of have to keep track of it and report to the applicable county based on where it's at on the assessment date. Okay. And I know that I've had questions in the past about, oh, gosh, what if I never reported? You know, mm-hmm. is there a possibility to do a voluntary disclosure? Or what are my options? And so what are your thoughts on that? The process is usually a little less formal because it's at the county level as opposed to the state level. And so typically what we've done in the past, uh, somebody realizes they've never reported, you know, depending on the value of the assets that they have in the in the location um, and how long they've been there. We typically will just go forward to the county, the assessor's office and talk with them about what are our steps to get compliant with the county. There's not typically a lot of, I would say audit activity in this area, but um, it is something that they will also watch for to, you know, you may be caught on audit knowing that say, for example, you have some leased property in the county, haven't reported it, they may catch it on on the lessee's return or report. So it's so just something to be mindful of. And it depends, again, on value of property, how long you've been there, various other factors. Okay. And also, I think something that I've seen over time that might trip up taxpayers is the fact that there are certain locations or jurisdictions where inventory is reportable. And I think that can be surprising. 
Yes. Typically, it's not because it's something that's going to be sold. It's so transitory in nature that it's not going to be sold. But there are some places that will catch it, a handful of jurisdictions. Okay. And then for reporting, the deadlines for the reports are typically in the spring, right? Typically in the spring, due dates are all over the board, unfortunately, for taxpayers. Um, So you kind of have to be on top of all of that. But typically, they're anywhere from March to May timeframe. I know here in Colorado, it's April 15th. A lot of states also use April 15th. So you have the nice, you know, conflicting tax reporting deadlines. Right. Nice. (laughs) Very convenient. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess with that, I'm going to let the audience know that if, uh, you know, you have any other questions about business personal property tax, reach out to us at Saltivation and I guess have a good day. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended, nor should it be relied upon as legal, tax, accounting, or investment advice. You should consult with a competent professional to discuss specifics of your situation and the applicability of the information presented.